Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications. Upvote, comment. All of that stuff would be greatly appreciated. And join our subtext community. The link to it is in the description. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I'm here with Brian Smith. We're going to talk a little recruiting on this Saturday morning. Just a word of advice. There's some moving pieces going on, but we're recording on Thursday, so if anything happens, it might this might be out of date before anything comes before it sees air. But Austin Simmons um, is visiting Florida as we record this, and I don't necessarily know what's going on technically behind the scenes, but I do know that he's a pretty good football player. And just as a football player, what kind of what kind of player do you see him as? He's naturally accurate. Um, he's a pitcher in baseball. You can see the delivery crossing over between the two sports, and he also has the ability to really throw it hard when he has to. He's got a cannon. He throws over 90-mile-an-hour pitch after pitch, even deep into a game as a pitcher, so that kind of puts his arm strength into perspective. But he's also a very cerebral kid. He's going to graduate high school with an associate's degree from college. That is not normal. Hmm. So he's the kind of guy that can pick up an offense a little faster. And I think that really upped his uh, recruitment. And it's why so many schools like Ole Miss wanted to get him. Yeah. Yeah. And Crazy stuff. And then, like I said, he's at Florida right now. And like I said, I don't want to get too much in the weeds of it, but We'll find out something after this happens. Either he'll probably end up at Ole Miss or he'll end up at Florida. Who knows? But I did a video Friday, by the way. I said, who is the Lionel Messi, the Lionel Messi of Ole Miss's 2024 signing class? And I I said it was Damon Williams. And there's a lot of similarities and things going on, small in stature, stuff like that. Uh, But, you know, that's that's just to let Ole Miss fans know that hey, if it doesn't go to Ole Miss, it doesn't necessarily matter. You know, <laughs> you're going to be all right. Yeah, I mean Williams is a darn good player. He doesn't get enough respect, but he mm-hmm. lives far away, mm-hmm. and he's not down in the deep south where most of the recruiting analysts are. Yeah, he, he's a darn good player. All right, and this is one. Um, before we started recording, I forgot to tell you, um, ask you about real quick. So I'll put you on the spot right now, just in case you don't know. But Kewan Lacy, the running back out of Texas. Um, I think I, I mentioned that I was going to ask about him. It looks like it's trending towards Ole Miss at the moment. And this is a three-star running back, but so was Quinshawn Judkins. And if you put on the tape and look at him. I know. I know. It, it, he, he plays at Lancaster, which is on the south side of Dallas. He's a really good football player. Uh, note to self and everybody else, the rankings, especially early on, eh, I wouldn't put a lot of stock in them. And he's a kid that Wayne is recruiting on offense. Wayne Kiffin wants a skill player on offense. I'm good with it. He's earned that right for years. He's he's tremendous with running backs and receivers in particular. We'll be just fine if Ole Miss gets that kid. He, he can play football. Yeah, and I, th- I think you like if you put on his huddle highlights within like the first two plays of that highlight, you're like, okay, this this kid's different. Yeah. I, that's what I mean. Like, he's not just playing Texas competition. He's playing Dallas competition. That's that's one of the first stops for Alabama, for Georgia. You know what I mean? Ole Miss. Everybody goes there to recruit for a reason. And he's one of the most dominant players. I don't need, you know, any kind of justification from a ranking from on three or whatever. 
that's a really good football player. Yeah. Let's change the subject um, from the, the talking about underranked players. And this is a player that's taken an official visit um, to Ole Miss this weekend. It's Andy Jaffe, I believe. He's from Clearwater, Florida. It's kind of our neck of the woods. He's committed to Wake Forest. He has like Duke, Maryland, the smart school offers, you know, <laughs> basically. Ole Miss is not offered. He's being recruited by West Neighbors. But if you put the film on, it, it's another situation where his ranking does not match what you see because what you see is somebody that moves with a, he has a lot of fluid movement when he runs. He looks natural doing it. He simply outruns people and out-athletes people in Florida, and that can, that's never something you should just take for granted. And Absolutely. honestly, if Ole Miss, he gets up to Ole Miss and they offer, in my opinion, I think Jaffe might jump at this based off the offers that he has. Uh, but, I mean, it's just a, it's a really good football player. I've been knowing about his his area, his program, his seven-on-seven team for a long time because, like you, I live here in Florida. And he's played for Team Tampa, and he's been coached at Clearwater Central Catholic. He's been around the right people to learn the game, and he just plays hard as heck. When you add in his athleticism, his burst, it's understandable why ACC and SEC schools are interested in him. And he's a great kid, too. So took him a little longer to kind of get into that realm. I'm not really sure why, but he's a great football player and Ole Miss would do well to get him. And I also think you're right. Like the Ole Miss situation being in the SEC, that might be something that kind of trips his trigger. And you know what? Maybe I should just take this. I would not be surprised at all if he committed to the Rebels. Yeah. And if you look at the um, top players in the state of Mississippi, um, the players like Camarion Franklin, Jamonte Waller, what, what are some updates on those guys at the moment? Well, Franklin is getting ready to visit Miami, and that's a really important visit. Miami and Tennessee are probably the biggest challenges, I would say, for Ole Miss. Um, his recruitment has been all over the map because everybody has offered him. But that this weekend is very important. So next week we'll probably have a better idea. But the longer it goes, I think the better it is for the Rebels. As it goes for Waller, his, his recruitment is probably even broader I mean, Penn State is the school that some people think he might end up at. Uh, I I don't think that way, but Penn State's recruiting class has just been tremendous so far. So there, there's a wild card. But I also still think in the end, regardless of where he commits, based on what I've been told, Ole Miss is a very good pick for him. Um, maybe, maybe Alabama, maybe Auburn, somebody else can get him, but I, I like Ole Miss. So those are those are the two that – if they can get both of those, you could make an argument that Ole Miss is going to get the top four players in the state of Mississippi. And it's an up year in the state of Mississippi. So that would be job well done. Yeah, but it's going to be a fight. And you mentioned Camarion Franklin in Miami. Miami just offered J.J. Harrell, who just decommitted from Tennessee. That's right. That's right. And, and obviously, um, I think J.J. Harrell and Camarion Franklin were at the Ole Miss camp the other day. They're obviously friends. You can see the angle that Miami is playing on this one. You got to give Mario Cristobal credit. He doesn't mm. leave a rock unturned. They, mm. Miami traditionally recruits Florida and then just kind of nitpicks here and there. And uh, not this staff. They go everywhere. Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas, it don't matter. He, he's recruiting everywhere. And the Canes are a threat. Franklin's been down there for a visit already. The official visit as well. It shows and it solidifies the fact that they're a, they're a true threat. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody has been down to South Florida – 
<laughs> There's a reason people go to South Florida. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah, just turn on burn notice if you want to see exactly what Miami looks like. <laughs> so um, that's going on. These big-name players, all of these are popping up. It, 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 it is official visit. It is um, camp season. It's winding down. I think Ole Miss next week will have their – last major high school camp because they had one Friday as well. They had three Friday night lights camps. I figure some unknowns could possibly commit. Is there anything that you've heard through the grapevine that we should be paying attention to? I haven't heard anybody yet, but like what you said, there's always a kid like in Mississippi, some of these small County high schools, there might be a kid that everybody just thinks, yeah, he might be able to go to Southern Miss or Louisiana tech or something. Then they show up at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and they kill it, and then they get offers. That's why you have the camps. Um, who's it going to be this year? I guarantee you if you look at the history of Ole Miss, there's tons of those kinds of players that end up being really good players for the Rebels, and it's been going on long before Kiffin got there. There will be somebody else again this year, just a matter who it's going to be. Yeah, and Lane Kiffin comes from that Pete Carroll tree who was also with the Ed Orgeron. They all recruit similar ways, and I was the video coordinator um, under Ed Orgeron at Ole Miss. And during camp season, there were always, right before, we're going out to Walmart and we're buying camcorders because there's probably 15, they want 15 eyes on the field um, catching from all angles, pass rush being recorded from four different angles. It, it's almost paralysis by analysis. That's how serious that Pete Carroll tree, Lane Kiffin, now Ed Orgeron, they took football camp. Um, whenever David Cutcliffe, it was viewed completely different. That's part of it, man. You got to do your own evaluations. And that's why, especially in a, in a state like Mississippi, where kids don't get the same kind of exposure they do in the state of Florida, it's, it's imperative that you get as much as you can because this is your one shot to really see them go up against other guys, too, against other Power Five level players. And that's the best way. I, I'm glad that Kiffin looks at it that way because don't trust what 247 or somebody says. Do your own evals, make your own decisions, and go from there. Yeah, I always joke. I used to work at Rival, so I can I can poke fun at them a little bit here. But that went from like Barton Simmons and people that had a little bit of experience doing that. Then after the transition, they started hiring like sports writers from the Palm Beach Post. And those people yeah. became the talent evaluators. And that was never a good philosophy. Um, and I'm sure 247 is in the process of doing that right now because those main scouts have moved moved over to on three. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Brian, for stopping by. And thanks, everybody, for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. Kara McCutcheon going to come in and talk Ole Miss sports. Anyway, Brian, thank you so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next week, bud. All right, buddy. Have a great day.